Do you think that is a profitable business right now in which to invest online coaching? That's the biggest issue most people have. They get overwhelmed because they don't know what to do. They're uncertain because they're not sure if it's going to work. That's when it comes to growing businesses, giving value and also knowing what we're talking about. If you're a trainer looking for the secrets in terms of growing your business today, we've got Italy's number one trainer, trainer Matteo Shadoni. Yeah, that's correct. Is that better? That's correct. That's okay. correct. So we've, we've now practiced pronouncing his surname seven times. Um, so Matteo is working with the seven Big scaling systems, hugely successful fitness business uh, from Italy, worked with a lot of Italian clients all over the world. So we're going to talk about his journey through his business. He's also 10 years younger than me and crushing it as well, which is frightening. Um, and also him moving to Dubai and how that's changed things. So thank you for your time. I'm really pleased to be here. And it's a, it's a honor to speak with someone that I think created the... The coaching business online? We can I, say that. I was one of the first in terms of the high ticket space, which I think one of the things I like to talk about a lot is that I made a lot of mistakes because I didn't really have anyone to be like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Whereas like, I didn't have me to help me, which is why I say to people now, it's like, it's easier because I'd be like, if someone asked me like, should I do that? But like, that's a terrible idea. Because I did that and it definitely doesn't work. And I think one of the big things people need to understand is like the path of least resistance. So like, If you hit a good exercise you can do is, um, I think it's called like mindstorming, but it's basically like, if you write like, how can I get fitness clients question mark? And you wrote every idea you came on to something. You get to like, I got to about 17. Um, probably only two of them are actually a good idea. The other ones are like really hard to execute. And it's like, you just want to focus on the easy things you can scale and then go to the harder ones after that, which most people like get red shiny object syndrome and they want to run a like, a YouTube ad to a VSL to a, like some other type of automation, if that makes sense. I a hundred percent agree with what you said. And actually the, the value of this partnership is that uh, you already have the experience to do that. And you're, we are helping like the truth is that you're helping people to achieve their, their financial results into this field. And the easiest question I can ask to you is what do you think is the secret sauce that you would add to the, to the plate, to the dish in order to, achieve the financial dream you have on your coaching business? Um, so this is the thing that completely changed my life. And I spoke about briefly on the fitness podcast we also recorded on our fitness channel called The Shredded Show, which you go and listen to, um, which was when I was about 25, 26, I got someone to coach me for fitness and I just did what they told me to do and I got in fucking amazing shape. And I was like, that was really easy. I then did the same thing for business. And that clicked and it changed my perspective and thinking, It's about who, not how. Because most people think, how am I going to get more clients? Rather than it's like, who's the person who can teach me to get more clients? Who's the person who can improve, me, improve my phone closing? Who's the person who can help me in terms of team building and operations? Like, and I'm constantly searching for who's the next person, right? So for like anyone listening to this in your business, it comes down to identifying what's the problem you have, like the, the actual big thing that's going to move the needle, who's the problem who's who's the person who can solve it like have they done it themselves and have they got track record and the highest level of authority of anyone's the person who does the thing and teaches other people to do the thing and if you just do that and do exactly what they tell them to do like literally exactly as they tell you you'll be successful that's it and i would add a word in the less time that you mm. can't even imagine right because the, the truth is that you can achieve things but even the time that, that like variable is something that is going to truly influence even the the way that you see your results like you can achieve 100k a month in 10 years yeah that's that's good results some people will never achieve these results in the, their whole life but for other people 
the 100k a month needs to be achieved in six months seven months and i mean it changed the the value of of the results that you that you had right uh i would be interested it would be interesting i think for people to know then your story like the the first steps i would give you four steps and you just tell me the results okay, okay? so 10k a month okay how much it took from you when you decided to go completely online i think i was that was maybe 2015 2016 so this is funny because i was selling programs that were 100 no actually correct me they were 99 pounds for 12 weeks at that point and but before that i was selling 40 pound a month coaching with like pdf word documents because i didn't know what i was doing and it seemed like like easiest money in the world right um but then that that graduated to 99 pounds for 12 weeks and i got up to the point where i was making like probably 10k a month doing that and they might have gone up to about 200 pounds um and I left my job. When I left my job, I was making about 20K a month, 15, 20K a month. So that's why, that's like phase two. So that's when people say to me, it's like, oh, I don't have time. I was like, dude, I think it was the year 2017 or 2018. I was... So you begun in 2017? I Yeah, I probably started 2017, 2016, dabbling into it. And then 2018, I really pushed it. I was probably doing like 20K a month. And... The interesting thing that then happened was this, that I was competing. I was training twice a day, managing a full-time job and like managing a big branch for the state agents that was making like a million pounds a year and was running this online business and doing my social media. I had no one working for me and I had no fucking idea what I was doing, but I was just doing everything. And that's when people say to me like, oh, I don't have time. I was like, well, if something's important for you, you'll find time. And in periods of your life, you're gonna have to work really fucking hard. And at the beginning of anything, there's a grind phase, right? Like you have to figure it and work it out. And one of the things I'd say is really important for people is a big mistake. People are like, oh, I'm quitting my job and I'm going all in online coaching. Cool, to do fucking what? Because like, you don't know what to do yet. So what you're better off actually doing is staying in your job, taking some of that money, paying someone to show you what to do and create like, as I said before, like the Gary V side hustle of like, build that in your spare time. Because at the beginning, you don't know what to do yet anyway. So you don't have necessarily a time issue you have a, a knowledge issue. So why don't you just work in your job you have now, pay someone to give you the knowledge, apply that, and then as you slowly build your way out of it. Because what I also see happen, people quit their job, they go all in on their coaching business, they don't make any money, they shit their pants, they then can't actually run the business properly because they're so fucking stressed all the time. Makes no sense. I agree 100%. And then I just want to ask you a question previously, previously asking the third step then. Uh, why did you decide and what made you online. decide to go online? I've never said this before, but Chris, who uh, who spoke on the mastermind, and he's been on our podcast several times about sales. He, I don't think he ever, I don't think he, uh, he's never said this to me, but he sent me a message the other day. I'll, t- I'll explain this in a minute. He, uh, he's, I saw him starting to coach people. I was like, you can fucking do it. I can fucking do it. I saw he's making money. I was like, well, I'm going to fucking do this. So then I started doing it as well. Um, so we started about the same type of time. And that's what gave me the idea. And actually, interestingly, there was um, the gym I trained in the UK. There was another guy who was like a, an influencer guy called Ross Dickerson. There's like yeah. two, three million followers, whatever now. So we trained in the same gym. Uh, and I saw what he was doing. He was selling like low ticket, like cheap eBooks, like 30 quid or something. Like the least scalable thing ever, right? Um, but he was really good at social media and he was in really good shape. So I was like, I can see what's happening here. I was listening to a lot of Grant Cardone and Gary Vee and all that type of stuff at the time. I was like, Gary Vee talks about attention, like social media, like the power of that. And then Grant Cardone talks about sales and it's like, 
I could then just see in front of me, okay, like this makes sense. And I was really passionate about fitness, so it, it made complete sense to me. Then the third step were, were changed. How, like, w which was the third step? How do you classify the third step from 20K um, to? I'd say 25K to 50K. That's the third step. To be honest with you, I think I went from like 25 to 100 pretty quick. Um, how much did it take? How much time did it take? I th probably a year, probably less. I, th I left, I remember leaving my job February, uh, February the 25th, 2020. I remember like I worked in the stage and so it was like commission based, right? So they would be like, um, they would only pay you 50% of your salary if you gave in your notice. I was like, fuck that. So I was like, I literally, the day we got paid, walked in and was like, I'm leaving, took my stuff and like left. Um, it, it, was, it, was, it was like, you know, like a power statement moment, like this is sick. And I actually recorded a selfie video at the time of like, It's on my Instagram. If I scroll really far down, I can find it. Of me saying, like, I've just quit my job. I'm going to do this. Because you know, like in life, you have inflection points. And it's like, this is the fucking one. Um, so I was like, you need to record this moment, the emotion of how you feel. I remember physically shaking. But then I remember going home and I remember my boss calling me. He was like the area manager for this company. And she goes like, you've got to come back. And I was like, I don't know, I've left. And she's like, no, you've got to come back. He's like, no, I don't have to listen to you anymore. And then I suddenly realized like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. As long as I work really hard and back myself. And that was a very liberating feeling. And I think um, from that point onwards, I was doing about 25, 30K a month when COVID hit. Um, and I shit myself then actually at that time because I was in Canada. So when COVID hit, yeah. you were doing 30K a month? Yeah, I was doing about 30K a month. Um, and I was in Canada. I'd literally, on my flight to Canada, they'd closed the Canadian border because of COVID. I managed to blag my way through. Um, I was there for two days and then came back because we didn't know what was going on. Um, And that was an unnerving time because no one knew. But my fitness business was starting to like grow then. And I think I did like 60K maybe in like two, three months after that. And then by the end of the year, I was doing 100K a month. And it just took off. Um, and one of the definitive things that also happened from that, Frank, who's talking to our mastermind tonight, he's helped me a lot about more pushing my mindset in terms of like glass ceiling. I was doing 50K a month. And I remember saying to him, I was like, I want to get to I want to get to 60k a month. He's like that shit. He's like you're a pussy. He's like you can do more than that. It's like 60k is nothing. So was, I was like oh, okay, Frank, I'll, I'll do 70. <laughs> and then I went from 50k to 78k in a month. I was like holy shit. Um, and then it just kept going on from after that. But that's where like too many people set glass ceilings and what can be done. And actually, Adam Lowe on the podcast we did before this, he said one of his favorite things about the mastermind is you see what other people are doing. You're like if he can do it, I can do it. And that's always been the thing for me. Is like If I've seen someone else's can do it, I'm like, it's possible. That means I'm going to fucking try. Because most people don't try because they don't believe it's possible. 100%. And that's, that's why I want to give good belief. I, I said to you at the beginning of this podcast, before I think we, we started the podcast, in Italy is different from America. Like you say in America, hey, mate, how are you? And then the second question is, how much do you earn, right? In Italy, even to your best friend, you would never say how much do you earn for, for several reasons that listeners will understand. But then let's give a good perspective. Which was your best month ever into coaching business? Uh, How much was it? November 2021, we did like 450 or something. That month. Thousand. Yeah. And... How do you rate the volume of work that you need at the beginning of your fitness journey? Um, Because I think, and I feel that a lot of people are not even beginning it because they're scared of the volume of work that it takes it, 
to run your own business? It takes less than you think when you know what you're doing. And you only know what you're doing when someone tells you what to do. And that's why for me, I constantly had someone helping me and having like mentorship on what's the next thing to do. Now is actually a weird phase where I, I'm sort of between things because I'm who can fix the problems we have. Because um, it's more like operational challenges of like hiring and training people, right? And I think that's the biggest issue most people have. They get overwhelmed because they don't know what to do. They're uncertain because they're not sure if it's going to work. Whereas if like you know what to do and you know this is working for loads of other people, then that gives you certainty and you just do the thing. I think too many people overthink stuff way too much and they end up doing bullshit stuff that they shouldn't be doing, like dance around on TikTok videos when like we joked about before the call, but it's like before the podcast, but the only two things you need to do to make money in fitness is like you book the sales call with the client, you close the sales call with the client. That's true. You get better at those two things, you make more money. That's basics, right? That's true. 100% true. And the, the funny thing is that people say, like, I'm not able to sell because I'm, a, I'm an introvert guy. And I was reading, I don't remember the name. I think To Sell is Human of Pink. I think. Uh, did you read that, mate? No, no. I really recommend it to you. And Corby uh, recommended me this book. And um, it's unlocking the, 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 the empathy for, for people that truly don't have empathy. I think I'm one of those people that didn't have empathy. I'm like that. I'm like a machine. The work needs this, to get done. This is do the fucking work. This is a true story. We had, uh, and like, bless Corby, because um, Corby passed away, sadly. Yeah. Um, the, we were looking for someone to manage our LinkedIn <laughs> VAs, and I asked Corby's advice, and he's like, well, it needs to be someone empathetic so it can't be you. I was like, the fuck do you mean it can't be fucking me? Uh, and it's like, can't be Aiden either because he's not empathetic either. I was like, I didn't actually know what empathy meant. I had to literally Google it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. So it's fine. <laughs> um, but I didn't actually know what it really meant until like the start of this year. So because I just don't think like that and I have a very like logical brain, I think you're the same. It's yeah. like life to me is like X's nose, like it's black and white. Whereas like, like if you've got a problem, you fucking deal with it. Like you need to deal with it there and then rather than like, let's all sit around and like hug each other and talk about it. It's like, you just deal with the problem and then we can talk about it afterwards. Yeah, but, but the truth is that, and I think you agree with me, empathy is a... a sales skill, yeah. Yeah. So it's, but this two ears, one mouth, right? So it's listening, an act of listening. And what you want to do is put yourself in the other person's shoes and like... Understand their body, own perspective. Yeah, yeah, embody their position, right? So that's why um, one of the big things I always recommend people to do is always talk, ask about like their partner, partner's name, kids, understand the family dynamics and like what really motivates and drives that person because that's what's going to drive their decision making. As I was saying, the, the funny thing about this book, the To Sell is Human, that I really, really recommend to everyone else listening to this podcast is um, the truth is that studies have shown that it's not the introvert point or extrovert point that is bringing the results is actually seeing the world from the other eyes perspective that is actually changing life changing and the, the the majority of people that are doing this is ambiverts and it's interesting to know that 98 of people are ambiverts so everyone else that is saying oh i'm not able to sell because i'm an introvert or an extrovert no, the truth is that you're simply not in the idea of do the work. So just do the work and you will see the results. And I think um, the introvert debate is a different, different, interesting one, right? Because like, I'm naturally introverted. I like being on my own. I don't like talking to people. I like my own space. But I learn extrovert skills because everything is coachable. So it's like, whether it's talking on camera, like if you watch my first YouTube videos, they're shit. Um, like if you look at my first Instagram content, it's crap. Like, you're not going to be amazing anything when you've never done it before. So like, you need to do the reps and 
the more you do of something, the better you inherently get, right? And it's like people expect they're going to be like fucking Wes Watson or someone that's speaking straight away out the gate. It's like the reality is it's going to take you a while to get to that point and you need compound wins to get that type of confidence. I think that's where I like, I like to talk about like the flywheel, right? So it takes like a bit of momentum and like work to get the flywheel going to so get confidence. But when you've got confidence, everything becomes easier. Just need to push mm. and go. Which, after working together for a while, which question would you actually ask me that you think can be helpful for um, what was the right biggest now. limiting belief you've broken in the last three to four months? The biggest limiting belief, uh, that's that's an interesting question, but I would say that the truth is that any goals that you set can be achieved if you don't focus only on the volume of work, but how to really achieve that result. It's not a game of who works harder than the other one. It's just a game that in which you, you, you win if you achieve the result. And this changed my perspective. Like, yeah, at the end of the month, I want to achieve X, Z, Y. And how, which is the easiest way to achieve that? And actually working together this is what I think mm. you understand. Like, There are a lot of things that you're doing that could bring to that result, but there are other things that you could do that are much easier and are going to bring you to 10, 15K a month in one month. And you, you thought it out about achieving that result in one year because, I don't know, the low ticket off trade yeah, yeah, you're yeah. selling for 29 a month was going to work. Yeah. And I think um, that's where talking from a position of experience and when someone says that to you, like, fuck, like, It's like the epiphany moment. You're like, oh, that makes complete sense. But I didn't see it from that perspective. And that's where like, I've had the perspective because I've done a lot of these things myself. And when you've tried something and it's failed, you, you learn very quickly, right? Because like, that was a bad idea. Um, and that's where I say to people, is like, I've probably tried everything that you can do to market a fitness program. And then that's why I say, like, these are probably things we want to do over here. We don't want to do those things. Like... I know if I put maybe six to 12 months into it, I could get it to work and it'd be really fucking hard and it'd be really difficult. Or we just do these four things that are pretty simple and you get to 100k a month. Like I'll just do these four things. And, and the interesting thing is that, th the truth is that you can, the best way to, to try and understand if that person in front of you has the knowledge to provide the results you want. It's just, right now with social media, it's very easy. Like I'm posting some reels, right? I recommend to anyone listening right now, any coach that wants to scale his own business to watch my stories, the way I do stories, the way I post reels, I just copy and paste that content. If it works, then imagine that there are other 150 ways that you don't know that actually can bring even faster results. So just the easiest way is if that person wants to give me any advice, maybe should I try just one of those? If I see some results, Maybe it's worth to listen to that person, right? Yeah, and I think um, that's when it comes to growing businesses, giving value and also knowing what you're talking about. It's like being a really good coach. Like if you actually understand what you're teaching well, it's easy. And that's why I see people like, oh, I don't know what content to make. It's like, well, you don't know enough. Like I'm going to a N1 training camp thing in December. Like I don't need to learn anymore about fitness, but I quite enjoy it. But also it's like, the more you know, the easier the game becomes. And that's where it's like stacking the the deck in your favor because the more skill set you, the higher the skill set you have, 
the more leverage you have, the more output you get from everything because everything is just better. And the sooner you learn all this stuff, the lo like the longer period you have to reap the reward from it. It's an interesting question that I'm, I'm going to have for you right now. Do you think that is a profitable business right now in which to invest online coaching for anyone looking to do that? Uh, to come in and invest into someone's business? To launch his own business oh, right now. Like it's fucking wildly profitable. Like I think the online coaching model is probably the most profitable business, one of the most profitable businesses. Yeah, anything online education. The online education market is huge and it's only going to get bigger. And if you look at that compared to a traditional bricks and mortar business, there's no overheads. So it's just a game of who's the best at marketing and sales. So you would recommend 100%. To, to launch your own 100%. business into the online coaching right uh, now? 100%. If anyone's... Um, what's the alternative? Like, if anyone's a trainer listen to this, you want to be a PT and... Yeah, you can work in the reps. gym or just take the scooter and the car and go around flats just because you have some appointments. So it's kind of stressful life. And which true steps you can give as a realistic steps that you can achieve? Like from zero to 10K in I would two say, months, one month, two months? I would say- you If you have the experience, you, right? I, I would say, okay, if I was to start again, I could get to, <laughs> I would say I get to 5K in a week, but I, I get but, 5K- but, No, not yourself, yourself. I get 5K it, three days because I was just trying to sell a 5K program. And I'm like, I've done it. <laughs> um, but the, the reality is, it's like Alex Ramos says, you want to make 100K, sell something it's 100K. Um, it doesn't work in fitness. Um, I would say realistically, most people should be able to get a business to, to 5K within six to eight weeks. If they work really fucking hard, they do what they're told and they have something about them. 5K in one week is something truly achievable with oh, online coaching. Like, yeah, it, and if, if you know what you're doing, because you, you can sell a program for 5K and then you've done it. So like the biggest issue most people have is that they're being told to sell monthly programs because... I, and it's funny, actually, I sent this ad to someone the other day. I see a lot of um, business mentors, they push like, oh, you don't want to grow your business too fast. You want a stable income so you can go on holiday. It's like, it's fucking retarded. Like business revenue will always fluctuate. That's normal. It's how like- The more you have in your pocket yeah, right now yeah. is, is better, right? Yeah, so like- uh, Money today is better than money think, tomorrow. Yeah, do you think Coca-Cola and Apple's fucking revenue fluctuates? So like, yeah, like biggest companies, are, of course it does. It's like, do you think they're worried about MRR? It's like, no, they're not. Like just sell, like, and- the reason people want monthly recurring revenue and like this fear mindset of like, oh, I need like recurring £250 a month payments is people are lazy because they don't want to constantly have to keep selling. And that's the point of the business. And people who understand they need to be growth-minded and keep selling will have a business that goes that like that. The people who don't are the ones who will get to like, where I see most people get stuck, 10 to 15K because they're comfortable. They can have a nice apartment, they've got a right car, they can go on holiday, but they're not setting the world on fire. They're comfortable. And... It depends what your aspiration is, but a really important thing for anyone to understand is that it's actually easier to have a bigger business because like we're here now sitting on a podcast. I've been podcast for four hours. I've got two teams of people taking sales calls. I've got three teams of people booking calls. I'm not fucking doing anything. I'm just talking to you. Yeah, I know exactly how much call I'm taking mm. per, per every sale, per, per every call. I know exactly which is my income per call booked. So every call that I see coming in, I know exactly mm. how much money I'm I'm doing right now. And I, I want to I wanna ask you one, one question. So zero to 10K, let's say realistically two weeks, three weeks for someone truly knowing what, if, what If someone's doing. really good, you can uh, give it a, the most extreme example I've ever seen of this. We got a client from zero to 52K in four weeks. Um, 
and that was retarded. And it, you can listen to the, the podcast. His name's Tops. He's from Australia, so he's been on the podcast as well. Um, that's the most extreme example I've ever seen. Um, and the funny story <laughs> with that is I had a call with him at the start. He joined. I told him what to do. I didn't hit anything, nothing. He booked in a call a month later. And I was like, how you got on? He's like, I made 52K. I was like, what? And he's like, I presume he's done nothing because I'd heard nothing. Um, and it just shows that one of the most important things for people to understand is that if you look at like LinkedIn, for example, I heard the stat the other day, I think the third or fourth most popular thing on people's profiles on LinkedIn is strategy. Not in the top thousandth is execution because we get paid for execution, not for strategy. Ideas are fucking great, but it's the implementation that's going to like make you the money. And that's why like the sticky note I have on my computer screen is get aggressive with detail because that's what gets you the execution. That's what gets you paid. That's what gets you successful. Do you, do you, do you actually think that having more calls is the solution or getting better at sales is the solution? Uh, both. So you, I would say... Which is the first step then? Um, if, you're, if you can't sell at all at the beginning, you need to have some form of sales training, right? So like the whole saying from Abraham Lincoln, you've got four hours to chop a tree down, you spend three hours sharpening the ax because you need to know how to sell um, before the sales call. Otherwise, you're just not going to be maximizing what you can do from that. And I, I'll give a... A good example, he's also been on the podcast, this guy called Trevor Stewart, uh, Big Trevor, who's jacked. I don't know if he, he might be coming to Dubai event, he's massive. Um, first, we had an onboarding call together, and after that first call, he made $4,500 three hours afterwards, more money than he'd ever made, because I just explained to him how to sell someone properly. And that's the key thing, is that you need to have the right skills, and the sales skills is the biggest thing that's going to get you paid and get people into your program. Because... If someone's been overweight for a long period of time, they're going to be hesitant to change. And that's your job is to talk them into that to improve their future for them and their families. Use the time that they've been struggling for mm. as a gun, as a bullet instead mm. then. Yeah, and then something there, you want a future set, right? So it's like, what's life going to look like in 20, 30 years if you don't change this? Zero to 10, let's say two, three weeks, you made some crazy wild examples but let's say let's say one month mm. zero to 100k then beginning um, from zero today which is a true reasonable perspective it, it depends on if someone came to you out the gate it's got no social media nothing if they were something special and they had some type of story like i spoke to a guy this week who hasn't really got much for business at the moment but he reminds me of david goggins he's an ifbb pro super jacked he was navy seal operator you know when you speak to someone i'm like you're special like you've fucking got it um somewhat like gets up at 3am every day you know like the dude just gonna fucking execute right um dad like got everything so someone like that he would have the ability to get to 100k if he turned it on i would say for most people like 12 months but it could be done quicker 12 months is a reasonable time mm. which is your next goal for your own coaching business right uh, now? I want to get to a, a million dollars a month at some point. That's the big goal. Actually, no. The, the, I, d the, I don't like the answer at some moment because okay. I'm sure oh, that you wrote this okay. on your whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I actually want is um, 100 people into seven-figure scaling systems mastermind. At the moment, we need 13. 
And then so I, it's less than three days ago, right? Yeah. Or four days. Yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent me seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> which, which given away, yeah. you know, like I gave an analogy the other day about uh, um, chopping down a tree. It's like if you came up to on one of the trains, like if you came up to a tree every day, hit with an axe, hit it like once, and you walked off. Eventually, the tree would fall. That's the way you have to think about business. Is like you just fucking knock away at goals. Um, the next one is I want to get a two comma club X award by the end of next year from ClickFunnels, which is when you've done $10 million in sales. Because um, shit like that's cool. And uh, I already know where I want to put it on my wall. And I like things like that because it just gives you tangible things. Like when you physically can hold something like, this is cool, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And so a million dollar with online coaching a month, uh, between which is the day that you said? Between seven big scaling systems and that. So I think um, we, my goal last year was to try and get the fitness business to the, do that, um, which I think alone would be a big task because I don't know anyone in the English speaking world who's doing that. But I think the, there is no online coaching to a million a month. Not that I, not that I know of doing just high ticket coaching. Both? Um, doing both? Doing both. I think I can do it. Why so you don't want to do that? I don't know. I do want to do both. I'm going to do this goals get both into that um, together. But at the moment, we just need to team build and operations. And like, I'll give you an example. We've scaled so much that our, we've broken our calendar booking system. So like I talk a lot in, uh, here's a cool thing. So uh, there's a called Chinese rule of three in business. Every time you 3X something, you break all the fucking systems. So um, we do a lot of phone app and dialing. We've hired three new guys this week and we've basically broken our phone system because we can't book in any more calls. So I need more closers. I need to fix the calendars. So it's like once we fix these problems, you then get to the next level. And it's that's the fun of business is like feedback loops of how do you fix the next problem, if that makes sense. If you're a problem solver, your life is going to be easier, right? Well, yeah. And um, the most important thing that most people don't like at the beginning of the business is having problems. The reality is you're always going to have fucking problems. Because every problem you solve, it's one Creates step another, closer to yeah. your results, right? Yeah, but the, but that result will create another problem. 100%. Um, and you will also find, and I spoke about this with Adam, is that um, you end up actually quite like, sounds bad, but you almost end up breaking stuff sometimes because you like fixing problems um, inherently consciously or subconsciously. But I think the most important thing is trying to scale a business in the right manner. This is advice I've ever heard. And I, I saw a mentor talk about this today. It's like the right manner. This is advice I've ever heard. And I, I saw a mentor talk about this today. It's like trying the, scaling your business too quickly and trying to make money too quickly was a, was, is a bad can, idea. Can I, can I know that mentor? What's that? Who, who is that mentor? Uh, he, he's an English guy who lives in Dubai. People know who he is. And um, I... Is he running a business like yours right now? He hasn't got a fitness business. No, no, but like coaching. Uh, yeah, he's just coaching. coaching. Coaching for coaches. Yeah, coaching for coaches. And um, I just don't understand why you would say that because the point of business is making money to pay your bills, right? So I want to make as much money as quickly as possible because I can I impact more people, create more income. Reinvest into my business, right? Hire more people, can then help more people. The merry-go-round continues, right? So the goal is actually to get as money in as quickly as possible. And also for you as a business operator, when you have more money, you don't have to do the shit you don't want to do, which is ultimately you then got a business that then fulfills you. The business serves you. You don't serve it, right? At the beginning, I think is something that you need to do and is something that you cannot skip. Oh, 100%. You need to be part of the business. Oh. You're not taking the sales call. I did the mistake. You remember this 100%. Yeah. I wrote you a message like, hey, mate, just did a huge 
fuck up thing. I just didn't take the best sale call I could ever take. Second time, I learned the lesson. Yeah. And you know, because I asked you a question the other, the other day. And I, I took this call myself. But it's just part of the of the process, right? You, you just need to be Learn. in the right moment and move the machine at the beginning. And the moving the wheel, I think, is the hardest part when you just need to give the first oh. push. And one of the biggest mistakes I see people make, people are too arrogant to want to do stuff themselves. Like, they're too good to message people themselves. They're too good to take sales calls. Like, I still do some messaging myself. I still take sales calls. Like, you need to have sharp skills on these things because how are you going to teach your team to do it? Because you teaching your skills to your team is one of the most important things for you to take your business to the next level. I agree 100%. I don't know any successful entrepreneur that knows exactly every single part of his own operational process in the in the company. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to begin from zero, know everything you're doing. In the coaching businesses, know how to coach clients, how to handle clients' problems, how to handle clients' objections, how to close sales, how to book sales, how to like literally post contents, edit content. You need to know exactly how to do everything or you cannot be that person at the top of the pyramid, let's say like this, from which you have a lot of responsibilities and, and a team actually that you're running. But everything you mentioned there I've done. I've edited YouTube videos, done sales calls, I run Facebook ads, I can write email campaigns, I can build email automations and softwares, I can build click funnels, funnels. I did fucking everything. Up until we were doing 30K a month, I was doing everything. Up until probably we were doing, I think when we were doing, when we did that rec, we did like a couple of hundred thousand, the highest month in fitness, I was still doing all the funnels myself at that point. So like context for anyone listening to it, like it was easy for me because I was really good at doing it, and you um, were passionate. About yeah, because I like I, I would. I, I remember coming here into Dubai right in, in the month afterwards, and like getting up at five a.m. to like make funnels myself. I don't fucking need the money at that point. I made more money than I ever knew what to do with the month before. But like I was like I was passionate about pushing it to the next level. And the most important thing as a business operator is like leading from the front. And I heard this saying the other day, and it's really really good. And it's that they don't make statues for like collectives and groups of people. They make statues for individuals, for like the main person. So like you need to fucking be the main person that leads the fucking army, right? I just need to ask you this question because this has really popped up in my mind and you're gonna laugh about it. So get ready for it. So in Italy, there is someone right now that is telling like, I will bring you to 1.5 thousand euros in six months or I will refund you back. Why? <laughs> Why you think that this sentence is a limiting belief for someone listening? It actually, it's not. Uh, a, it's I, an I, unlocking I, I, belief. I would right? say, like, why would you even bother? Like, I, like, no, I say to people, it's like, but say someone comes to us, and they're making five k a month. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I have no interest in making you seven k a month. I think of shit. Like, I want to make you fifteen, twenty k a month because that's actually the money that's going to give you the freedom to do what you want and have a good life you going from five to seven doesn't really change much, right? Like you go from five to 15 to 20, it's a different life. And the difference from going five to seven to five to 15 to 20 isn't really that much. It's just you actually paying attention to doing like an extra hour or two a day for a short period of time. And people aren't willing to put in a short-term sacrifice for the, the long-term game a lot of the time. Which is the 
biggest limiting belief that any personal trainer in the gym has for not starting his own online coaching business? That because no, you experience this yeah, yourself, that no right? one will pay you a high price for your program. That's the biggest thing. Most people think that because they're used to selling PT sessions for 40 to 100 pounds or whatever, that like, oh, because it's online, it can't be worth much. Right now, increase 60 to 70 pounds, I, I know, mm. in the UK. Yeah. And which is the most expensive? So let's break some yeah. beliefs. But coaching program we ever spent. Yeah. We sold a coaching program for 22,700 pounds last year. For 12, 12 months. 12 months. I'd like to say it's monthly, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, we, that was a rarity. We sell a lot, not a lot. We sell a fair few at like 10K. Um, and then one of the things I'd say, we sell a lot between like two to 5K. You can get a lot of volume there. It's affordable. A lot of people can sell that. So I think it's cool trying to get super high price points, but we've had before closers have fucked up because they've gone too overboard to try and like show off to the other guys, but look what I've done. Um, when the reality is I, I'd almost in some respect rather than just got them in. Even because maybe they can pay you at the beginning yeah. and then pay you monthly. I'd, say, I'd say a big mistake actually as well is we've done before. We had a closure who's so good that he would, he like, I remember him selling people into like a thousand pound monthly coaching programs out the gate. Like these people aren't going to renew for the second or third month because it's hard to justify like- 1,000 a month. What the fuck are we doing at that point? Like, I um, definitely agree. Um, I definitely agree. And, and that's actually where you're better off actually selling for like 500 a month because they'll stay on longer. That, that's true. I, I think 500 is based on the Italian market, the maximum you can sell a coaching program mm. for because it's hard to justify the price yeah. over 500 a month. Like, I mean, you're changing that person's life, but 500 a month. Yeah, and I think um, what will come with that for you as your celebrity status rises, you can charge more because the goal is you become the product. They want to buy you. They don't just want the weight loss program, if that makes sense. Which is the best advice that you would give them to any PT right now working in the gym, watching this video because he knows his, your results. Maybe Talia knows my results. So which is the best advice that we could give to any PT in the gym um, right now? Three things. One, get in really good shape yourself. You need to practice what you preach. That's really fucking important. You'll notice the best, the busiest trainers in gyms are the ones in really good shape. Um, number two, keep PTing, get that money and invest it into someone to teach you. Number three, do whatever the fuck they tell you to do and find time. And understand there's going to be a period of, you're going to have to take out a PT session to focus on building a business. Because this is the big thing I see with some PTs. They're like, well, I got PT sessions. I need to, I can't do it. I need to, I was like, well, you're like robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's like an English expression, right? It's like you have to take from one hand to give to the other. And for something to grow, you have to let something die a little bit sometimes. 100% sure. Money tomorrow, more than like right now, it's going to be a huge investment in what you're doing right now. And which is the biggest block that you had in your business career as a, as a coach? Um, your limiting belief, the hardest one that you- uh, The, the first one with. I would say is a pricing one. I think I struggled with high prices because we originally, I was selling 99 pound 12 week programs. Um, but this isn't the first part of your Yeah, program. and I had a limiting belief. I would then say, uh, when I was making 20 to 30K a month, I went to a mastermind in America and I was like, holy shit. I met Frank who was in like millions a month. I was like, cool, that can be done. How much was he? Like, like multiple millions a month. And I was like, okay, cool, so that can be done. 
Um, and that opened my perspective. And then I'd say, when I got over 100K a month, I was like, I thought I was Billy Big Shit. And then realized you could just keep going. And I actually would say at that point, probably when we went over six weeks monthly, I didn't change quick enough in learning how to run and operate a business. Um, which now I'd say is the most important skill for anyone when they get to that point. Because it's like, you're not just a fitness trainer at that point. It's like you actually have a business that's doing like millions a year. You need to understand how to, that you're actually a recruitment business. Like the most important thing you can do is hire the right people and train them, which I put no time into at that point. I was just like, just roll, I'll just hire whoever and like rolling with whatever, if that makes sense. Let's see if we share the same daily schedule perspective on a weekly base. Do you work every day? Yeah. How many hours a day do you usually work? Uh, I do maybe two to three hours working on the business. So like building shit, fixing stuff, whatever. And then I'll do three to four hours and maybe calls a day. And then I'll train. Uh, and then I'll do other stuff probably throughout the day. At the weekend, I might do two, three hours a day. So like weekends is more value. Like I, I like weekends because I don't have any calls and no one's going to disrupt me, right? So I like it. Someone's going to annoy me. So then I'll do... Um, one to two hours is just whatever I feel I need. Or like Sunday, I tend to like prep for the week or just like plan, if that makes sense. There was a moment of your life in which you were working like 12 hours a day, 13, 14 hours a day? Uh, that was the most, was probably when I was working full time. And then I had to, I had an hour commute. I had to work all day. I worked on my fitness business in my actual job. And then uh, I was working the evening. That was probably the most work I was ever doing. Well, I actually probably enjoyed it the most and something for anyone to think about right now, even if you're struggling and find it hard work is you'll look back and think like that was a good old Appreciate even yeah, more. Like, I, Appreciate I look back it. now, it's like when I used to work in my shitty little shed in my garden when it was cold, like fucking freezing and I had to put like hats and shit on like at 5am, like grinding. I look back now and I was like, that's fucking sick. I was like, I wish I had like documented that because it was cool. To show the path that you Yeah, yeah. I, like, I definitely agree. Uh, and I think for anyone going through it, it was like, everyone starts somewhere. Let, let me give some, some, some value to, to people. Help me to asking some, some good questions because actually one thing that we spoke in our first meeting is the, the ability of someone is the ability to ask Yeah, so good a, questions. Uh, a genius doesn't have great answers. He asks great questions. And I would say one of the most important things you can ask any mentor is what do I believe to be true that isn't? What do I believe to yeah. be true that isn't? Well, the this interesting question. This the fact that I'm thinking about is the fact that we didn't prepare any 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 answer. I I would say. Do you have any Do you have any answer for yourself I, right I, now? I would say for you that the um, Italian market's probably bigger than you think, and I also think that. I I think that our potential market is bigger than I think. And I also think that I'm getting in my own way. And that I'm you're? Getting in my own way, um, which I am sort of aware of. So that's what I'm trying to figure out a way to move myself. I would think that, as, as you said, I, I give myself a limit in order to the beginning of everything mm. that a program for 6K was impossible to be to be sold and the reason why is and it's interesting to, to 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 know from coaching point of view coach point of view is 
you don't have always the same struggles of your potential clients, right? So maybe you would not buy a program for 6K because you're already in good shape. You don't understand the, the pain that person how, how bad is the pain? Yeah, how bad is that pain? Instead, if you truly understand the pain of that person, then you realize that actually 6K maybe it was even worth 7, 8K. So you're actually the value of the solution you're providing to that person is the value of your program right now. Is it true? 100%. And it's, you get paid depending on the size of the problem you solve, right? And I think the more you can understand that. You're better to be good at solving good problems then, right? Yeah, yeah. In and also life. solving problems for people who have more money. Because if you prove a guy who makes 100 grand a year, you make him 10% more efficient, or a guy who makes 10 million a year, you make him 10% more efficient, the guy who makes 10 million a year is going to pay you a lot more. Because it's simply more has, valuable to help. Yeah, it has more output for him in terms of return on investment. And it's even more pleasing, I think, to, to mm. dial it with, with this, to dial in with this kind of clients, right? Yeah. It's a good moment to, to well, share and, and, and have a conversation um, with these people. What you'll find is like, I found is like a lot of them end up almost mentoring me. So I've had uh, entrepreneurs who've got like multi eight figure businesses who've become clients who've helped me along the way, like introduce me to really cool people, like give me free tickets for stuff and just help me out. Um, and I think that's when you see maybe those people have see something and you, you don't see and they give you a shot and that's where you need to go above and beyond for them if that makes sense. Would you ever close someone for free if you know that that person is going to change um, your business? No. And I've had... C can I give you the answer that you're yeah. thinking about? Because that person is gonna is not going to achieve the results he's, he's willing to because he doesn't really have a commitment oh. to that. That and... Inherently, if someone pushes you for something for free, they're probably going to be a pain in the ass. So, like, it'd be different if I offered it or if they asked. Uh, I might well, like, incentivize them, but I'm not going to be out the gate for free because someone has to have some type of commitment so that they're, like, they're actually invested, right? Um, and that is probably one of the most important things for people to psychologically understand. Like, once you've made a payment, you're like, I'm in. I'm doing it. I will achieve the results 100%. Mm. I agree, 100%. Which, which other... Let's see this way. A lot of people see coaching business running here in Dubai, right? Right now we are recording this yep. podcast here in Dubai. Why do you think that Dubai is a good place for online coaches to be right okay. now in the world? You have the biggest strategic advantage of any business in the US or Europe. You don't no. pay taxes. I can fucking outspend everyone. So like, I can beat anyone because they're not paying tax. And then also, if you look at it from a networking point of view, anyone you want to collaborate with, a lot of them are going to be here. Um, it looks really good for content in terms of sunshine, blue skies. I would say there's an argument that could alienate yourself a bit from your audience, but the reality is the tax side of things gives you a lot more leverage. And you as an entrepreneur, networking with other entrepreneurs is what gets you to the next level because it gives you the right information. And like, for example, I go for dinner every week on a Thursday with other entrepreneurs who are like at my level or above, like someone doing a million dollars a month. And like, I sit there and I learn stuff. I'm like, fuck, that's really smart. I'm like, fuck, that's really smart. I'm like making notes on my phone. And I like, this is what helps you get ahead because you become the sum of the people you surround yourself with, right? So if you surround yourself with people who are ahead of you or the same level, like you're going to push forwards. Whereas if you're in the UK, like where I was from, and I'm light years ahead of everyone, I'm getting pulled back down to their standard. It's funny, just before asking another question, that we trained the other day in the gym and 
you're like you're pro at least yeah. I, i'm not a natty but we still push together yeah. right so it's, it's even like the way that you see people doing the things mm. the the mindset they have the fact that they don't have limiting beliefs which do you think in the coaching business online coaching business is the way to see your numbers and see if they're sick or not like you're doing 100k a month okay let's let's see this perspective how much costs do you need to have in order to be safe uh, on the safe side of the business here's an interesting perspective if you have too high a profit margin it's not good So most people are like, oh yeah, I got a 70% profit margin. I was like, that's not good because you're not actually really trying to grow the business. I, I could tell straight away if someone told me they got a 70, 80% profit margin, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But like, do you want to stay where you are? Or like, if you actually invested more into marketing, you'd be like three times the size. And it's that argument of like, it's not how big the pie is. So it's not size to slice the pie, it's how big the pie is overall, right? And that's the important framework to understand. I, I know this because the in, the, in September I was doing Uh, sorry, in August, I was doing uh, 80, 85% profit. Yeah. Then the, the, the month after, I was doing 45% profit. At, at the beginning, I was like shocked. I said, what the fuck is going on? Then I said, like, well, maybe I'm, I'm on the good path because I actually invested into my yeah. business. So <laughs> I was even finding to earn less, right? But, but that, and that's the whole point. It's a, it's a game of how much can you always put back into growth? Like, you don't save your way to success, you don't save your way to growth. Do, do you want to say something to from a successful entrepreneur into coaching business uh, side to any? The most important thing I'd finish up on is don't be afraid to spend money on your business. Multiple times I've spent money and it hasn't worked, but the wrong thing will often lead you to the right thing and you learn from the wrong thing. Is it volume work? 100%. Um, for people to find out more about you, Mateo, where's the best place to find As always, I think here is EG, here is TikTok, here's YouTube. And I'm really thankful for working with Charlie because Charlie is a great partner to, to dial in with because he created some su successful businesses online and uh, it's always great to, to keep in touch with people that can inspire you on, on your path. So thank you, mate. 100%. Um, for anyone who's looking to scale the business, take it to the next level. If you hit the link below this video, you can book in a free call with us to discuss how we can get you there. We also have a huge mastermind event in November 10th and 11th, which is in Dubai here in the Palm. Mateo will be there. We've got um, six speakers who lined up who's absolutely sick. No bullshit motivational crap, literally just giving you stuff in terms of how to make more bit money in your business this year and next. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, subscribe, and we'll see you next episode soon.